Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. With the summer sun beating down on a rural Spanish town, Sarah hides away in her parents' butcher shop. A teenager whose excess weight makes her the target of incessant bullying. She flees a clique of capricious girls who torment her at the town pool, only to stumble upon them being brutally kidnapped by a stranger. The film is called Piggy. Amazing film. We're joined today by the director as well as the screenwriter of the film, and that would be Carlotta Carrera. Carlotta, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you. Nice to be here. So nice to have you. I, I th- really appreciated the film, not only for the story that was told, also about some of the uh, visceral issues around bullying, the psychology of, of that and how it unfolds in the film, but in the ways in which you push, continually push the boundaries in the story that are surprising and at times horrifying, terrifying as well. I know the story of Piggy started as a short film, mm-hmm. and I know that Laura Galan was in the first film. Mm-hmm. Was there, what at what point did you decide that this could be a feature-length film? What sort of inspired you to want to do it as a feature-length? Actually, it was when I was shooting the last scene of the short, which is the um, when the girls are kidnapped. Yeah. And um, I realized that the, the conflict was too good to let go, that I could make a thriller based on a moral issue. And of course, by then, both Laura and I had fallen in love with Sarah, our, our main character. And also, I met Laura Galan, which is such an amazing actress that I knew everything that I wrote, she would be able to do it so well that I just couldn't escape the opportunity. What was the gap? Because the film, the short film version came out in 2018. Mm-hmm. When did that next phase of, of the story of Peggy, um, when did you start working on it? I, I started working um, a bit later uh, because I brought the, well, I brought the, the, the treatment and I just put it in a, in a, on a, you know, I did just left it there because uh, I didn't know whether the, the short film was going to, anyone was going to be interested or not. I was, I thought it was so personal that I thought, well, no, no one's going to like this. And then the, the short film kind of exploded. <laughs> Uh, it got picked up everywhere, over 300 uh, festivals worldwide, and um, uh, won 100 prizes amongst the, them, the Spain's Academy Award. So when I met Mary Colomer, which is a producer from Elena Films, because she had seen both Piggy and my previous short, and she said that she wanted to work with me in whatever I had. And I told her that I had this treatment for, for Piggy, the film. She said, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. And um, and yeah, we, we went to a lot of um, uh, labs. We went first to, we got picked up in Cannes Film Festival uh-huh. in the Focus Copro uh, program. And we um, we won the pop-up film presidency and started working on the feature there. And we went then to Torino as well and to to Berlinale um, uh, to try to finance the film and develop the screenplay with them. And it was really, really amazing, but it took us quite a long while. And we were going to shoot uh, in summer 2019, but of course, it was 2020, sorry, but we all know what happened. <laughs> yes, we all know. <laughs> so we have to push it a year. Laura oh. Galang was saying, but I'm going to get older. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You, you, that's true. You would have that, that issue. Um, the story of bullying, 
where we've there have been a number of films about bullying. I've never seen one that took it in the direction of the horror genre and the way that you do in this. I guess you can go back to Carrie. That's mm-hmm. a, that's an example of it. But in, I but I but this is a rooted in reality much more mm-hmm. than Carrie was. But I just found it a, a, a very interesting way. What is what is the fascination with that particular uh, social ill, if you will, that uh, drew you to to take the film that direction? Well, I, I was bullied a lot. I think the schools a lot uh, when I was a teenager. And for me, it was always, I always thought that, uh, you know, and sometimes I kept quiet when I saw other people being bullied. And oddly enough, it was, that was harder than being bullied myself. You know, I always felt more dirty when I didn't say something, when I didn't oppose uh, the bullying all the people were experiencing. And I thought this part of this generalized violence that is rooted in our society, you know, that normalizes this kind of behavior uh, amongst teenagers in a way, or say, oh, it's just kids being kids and stuff like that. And uh, when I was a mother, uh, I was haunted by the idea that my daughter may someday be bullied as well. So there was a way of like um, exercising my own fears, making the short and then the film. And for me, you know, Horror works uh, with empathy. You don't experience horror unless you have empathy towards the the characters. And for that, that's why it was the perfect medium to talk about bullying. I would just say personally, I remember to this day when I was in grade school, an eighth grader who was heavy. Mm -hmm. And the way they were, he was relentlessly bullied. I I still think about him today, to this day, wonder Mm -hmm. what happened to him. So it's, I, 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 anyone who, hasn't been touched by it either as a personal issue or mm-hmm. hasn't watched it unfold in front of them and literally did nothing about it. I, I, I to this day, like I said, I, I still think about it. Yeah. And it's just a violence that is one of the first violence. If you're lucky in your life, because there could, other things could happen uh, in your, in your uh, surroundings uh, or in your family. But if you're, if you, it could be one of the first forms of violence that you, you're, um, you're confronted on when you're a teenager or a kid, bullying. Yeah, and it usually happens most viciously, I think, uh, in adolescence. Yeah. And it's at a time when you are struggling to figure out the world around you, struggling mm-hmm. to make friends outside of your family and a small neighborhood of friends or whatever. It's, as you start to expand into the understanding of the world around you, mm-hmm. this is when you're most vulnerable to that kind yeah. of is when you're forced into society, you're forced to define if you're going to be part of the group or not. And there's a lot of pressure about that. Well, the film, in addition to being a very compelling story, the performance by Laura Galan is just remarkable. She's fantastic in the film. And she embodies so much, I think, of what we're talking about. She lives in a family that is itself bullying her in many ways. I'm struck by how many characters in the film are evil is too strong a word, but their meanness, their callousness, their their lack of empathy. There are a lot of characters in the film that kind of fit that bill. Mm-hmm. Am I, is that a fair assessment? Am I being? Yeah, for me, this movie is about uh, grace. You know, a lot of people say, try to, are very easy to judge, like this is, he's evil or he's bad or he's not. And sometimes you have to think, if you're going to stop the the circle of violence that comes upon you have to really say okay 
this is going to end and I'm going to end it. And no matter what evil you did to me, we're going to move on. You know, it's not about turning the other cheek. It's about to be able to move on. You don't have to be friends. You don't have to like them, (laughs) but we can move on, you know, and, um, and try to be a decent human being, basically. Remind our listeners that we're speaking with the director and screenwriter of a wonderful film that's being released to Magnet. That's a uh, arm of Magnolia Pictures. It's coming out on October 14th. Be looking for this. This will be a theatrical and VOD release. So be looking for it. We're speaking with um, Carlotta Parada. The film also provides an opportunity to explore the familial relationships, particularly with her mother. It's an interesting relationship. And um, I would like you to talk a little bit about what, what you were hoping to get from the from that relationship in the film. I tried to be as, uh, when I started uh, writing the screenplay and I started really, uh, I did a lot of research about kids who are being bullied. Um, the the husband of my DP is specialized in bullying in, in Spain and dealing with cases of bullying. Uh-huh. And I did a lot of research with the police as well. <laughs> There's always this sense that kids can't talk. And I started wondering, who is Sarah? Why, why has she normalized this kind of um, behavior? Uh, uh, and sometimes, you know, in, in small, especially in small villages, um, this is the normal way parents treat their kids, uh, especially women, you know, the mothers, because there's kind of this sense that sense of doom that the kids are going to have the same life they had. And they don't want them for that. They don't want that life for them. So they feel irritated. They're not waking up. They're not studying. They're not doing something with their lives. Because especially in small villages, there's the sense that there's no way out. Because, you know, you know how things have evolved. And if you have a small shop in a village, that shop is going to close down because the supermarkets are moving in. So I wanted to have this, this sense of that, how... Sarah's life is becoming more and more and more claustrophobic. You know, it was a film that came out earlier this year, Clara Mata, and it, and there was this dynamic between a daughter and a, and a mom that was very similar, the dynamic of it. And mm-hmm. her point that she made in the film, that this is also a, a symptom of kind of a um, patriarchy. Yeah. That women often reinforce the patriarchy that is undoing in their lives and in limiting their their options yeah absolutely this is part of uh of, of uh, the oppression in society against women and it's not done by men only it's done by but everybody around you basically right. is the way the society is structured the film is a beautiful look i'd like to talk a little bit about the cinematography what you were trying to construct with the look of the film your use of close-ups, your use of just how you wanted the camera to, to interact with the characters. Yeah, for us, uh, the for me and Betan Noriega, the DP, who's a good friend, uh, we tried to, uh, it was always our story. So it was, the movie was going to be from her point of view. And the look of the movie will evolve with uh, with the, her character arc. That's why so many close-ups. That's why we're the 4-3, because 4-3 forces you to... To center the the character, you know the cent- the human body is the center of the image when you saw it in in the academic spec ratio. That's why it's also the color palette of the coming of age, not of a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Because it's a horrific coming of age. Right. But it's mostly the story of Sarah, how she moves on and how she comes to choose who she wants to be, and the, and every 
decision had to do um aesthetic decision had to do with uh with the character arc and of the with the theme of the movie you know and that's why um also the camera doesn't move at the beginning on, on the film how she's always um framed with uh in with things at the beginning of the movie and uh, the cameras appear uh, above her eyes and that evolves with the character with the movie and right. with the character arc yeah and i i liked that her body is front and center there's a lot of movement with her body um, i like the way you did that i, I just like the way that you're not, this is not your team try to hide yeah. who she was and how, how, how I would say brave is, I don't know if that's the right word, but I'm, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you played the way it did. Yeah. For the beginning of the movie, the, her body is like a, an object that, uh, of shame. And then in the end, it's just her weapon. Yes. You know? Well, congratulations for the film, Piggy. Boy, it's, <laughs> it's intense. And it, as I said, when we started our conversation, it pushes you these boundaries of the story keep kind of expanding and pushing us into what I thought was a pretty terrific conclusion to the film. Um, yeah, and yeah, there's a little bit of carry, a little tiny bit of carry in the ending. If, if, if I'm, you know what I'm saying here, mm -hmm. with the way she looked at the end of the film. But it's it's all it's its own film. I don't mean to imply that it is that, but it's just its own film. It has a beautiful look, terrific performances all around. And uh, for you, um, congratulations on your first feature film. I look forward to more. I hope you come back and join us again. Film again is Thank Piggy. You. We've been yeah, you're very welcome. The film again is Piggy, the screenwriter as well as the director, Carlotta Ferretta. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.